Hello, I'm Cris Ferraz Prade, and we are back. This is the Vital Compass Podcast. I really appreciate your patience and kindness. This pause was really needed, and I know we are easily seduced by the fast moves and the constant rush. We are afraid of missing opportunities, right? This is this is our world today. Everything is fast. We have to be always online, always available. But pauses are so necessary in life. And this last couple of weeks allowed me to rest, but also helped me to have time to dedicate myself to other Vital Compass projects. And one of them is the Circle of Conversations. So finally, the first one will happen. It will be in Portuguese, but the next one I'm planning to make it happen in English. So... If you have a theme that you would like to explore, please send me an email. You can write to vitalcompass at gmail.com. Um, compass is with a K, remember? <laughs> so, today's episode. I had a lovely conversation with two dear friends. We met online to share thoughts, feelings, and questions about spirituality. Plinio Kutaichi is a musician and a Reiki master. He's the coordinator of the Integrative Care Department at Sirio-Libanese Hospital in Sao Paulo, Brazil. And Roberto Miguel is a chaplain at Moffitt Cancer Center in Florida, in the United States. Our conversation took place in Portuguese, so I created here an episode in English with some excerpts from Plinio and Beto, who were super kind to record some of the things that we talked about in English. So this will be a series of conversations, um, because what happened is um, we, we planned this meeting to talk for like 50 minutes tops but because flow is crucial when we approach a complex theme such as spirituality I go for these conversations with an open heart and no time to end it <laughs> and Pliny went back to just join me in this idea so we talked for more than two hours <laughs> And funny enough, the conversation had a harmonious flow, so I did not have to create any difficult editing strategies here. I just separated it in four episodes um, to help us explore the themes that came uh, to us in this conversation. And I like to approach this theme from the perspective of a, an apprentice. So, this sequence of episodes on spirituality is called The Eternal Apprentice's Way. There will be other guests who are also in this path. Um, so, Plinio and Beto started a trend here. 
Joseph Campbell said, Eternity isn't some later time. Eternity isn't even a long time. Eternity has nothing to do with time. Eternity is that dimension of here and now that all thinking in temporal terms cuts off. The experience of eternity right here and now in all things whether thought of as good or as evil, is the function of life. You're listening to Plinio Cotaitis' music. For me to experience the present moment with dedicated awareness is a path to eternity and a way to find the sacred within me, to be an apprentice. During our conversation, Beto said that the first Bible is nature. And we all loved this image of nature as this amazing place of wisdom. And Plinius shared about how the desert became a special place for him to go into a retreat for three months before starting his journey as a Reiki master many years ago. Mystery is mystery. We try to understand it, we try to define it, but maybe the best thing to do is to move with it, to dance with it and be one with this mystery. Then we can have a beautiful human experience of inner peace, connection, balance, and wholeness. We can come to the understanding that at the same time we are insignificant and grandiose. Beto mentioned an author he admires a lot, Richard Rohr a Franciscan priest who introduced him to the concept of spirituality being lived in two parts in life, the first half and the second half. It's not necessarily chronological, but the transition to the second half depends on the awareness of oneself. In the first half of life, we need to create an identity. We need to feel special, we need other people to tell us we are important. We need titles, we need labels, and so on. This is all part of the process of building a strong ego, which is the task of the first half of life. But this process is just the beginning to get us started. And it becomes a problem when we identify with all that 
and we get attached to it, feeling that we are those things. So when we lose any of those things, we feel like we have lost ourselves. We feel like dying. If we insist in defending those forms throughout our lives, we don't move on to the next stage, the second half of life, where our task is precisely to find out who we really are, our essence, our true self. And Richard Rohr says that we usually have two ways to make this transition from the false self to our true self, which is who we are in God, through love or through suffering. Because love and suffering are the only two things strong enough to dissolve our ego, which Richard Rohr calls the false self or the small self. And their strength lies precisely in the fact that we have no control over them. We have no control over love or suffering. They just happen to us. In the case of suffering, when things fall apart, when, for instance, we lose a loved one, a job, or something else that gives us an identity, we are automatically moved onto a different place where we have to ask, who am I without those things? And the paradox is that in the second half of life, we come to God much more through failure than through success. Failures and losses serve us better than success to move us forward spiritually in the second half of life. And that's why the great German mystic Meister Eckhart says that spirituality is more a path of subtraction than a path of addition. We need, we need to allow old forms to die. We need to let go of things, of titles. We need to let go of who we are not. In this sense, we acknowledge, we recognize the importance of the entire path that took us to where we are right now. And now is the only place where we can find God in the present moment. Breathing is the simplest way to bring us back to the present moment so we can be in contact with our sacredness, with our true self. My fantasy is that we are perfect before we were born. A light, a perfect light flowing in the universe. And then when we are born, we just forget who we are. It's like having a little pill that makes us forget it. We start walking in this planet, this imperfect planet, and we start to identify ourselves with the imperfection around, with the mirrors and illusions all around us. Then one day we may have this good idea of fixing the imperfection in order to become perfect, not knowing that actually we are already perfect. It's not possible to become perfect. 
we are already perfect. In India, there is this beautiful concept called Hamsa. Hamsa is one of the 112 dharanas present in Vijnana Bhairavi, an old scripture that describes 112 ways to become aware of God inside of us, to come to enlightenment, or in other words, to remember our perfection, our essence. Hamsa means, in our Western languages, means I am, and it, it is the perfect identity with the perfection. But when we start walking in this planet, we start saying, I am a man, or I am a woman, I am an engineer, I am a lawyer, I am a medical doctor, I am a Catholic, I am Jewish, I like this, I don't like this. Our phrase to describe who we are becomes a big, big phrase. And as it becomes big, we are entering in a terrible place, the territory of ego. We start being in a kind of a prison, identified with the imperfection of the world. What is the liberation about? It is about taking this big phrase and making it short again, and coming back to I am, and forget everything else. So as we do so, we connect to our essence. We connect to our perfection. We connect to our origin. It's not about refusing the humanity or the human world, because it's just through the human that we go to the divine. It's through the duality that we go to oneness, through the relative that we can experience the absolute. And it is through, through the imperfection that we can find the connection, the memory of the perfection. So we have this big opportunity living in this world to remember our most beautiful identity. We have the opportunity in this life to remember who we are, to connect to who we are. We can experience this memory through music, poetry, love, compassion, through different belief systems, through silence, meditation, contemplation, through our relationship with others, through pain, through suffering, through death, through all human experiences that actually has the power to bring us, to bring us into the awareness of the perfection. So, mystery is mystery. Let's dance with it. Let's move with the mystery. Let's be one with it.
Next week, we'll continue to share this conversation. And we're going to explore themes such as the meaning of life, the search of, like, the apprentice's search, conscience, and death. I'll see you next week. Take good care of yourself. Vital Compass is available at Spotify and Apple Podcast. You can also register in the website. It's www.vitalcompass.com. Compass is with a K. And you can always send me an email. You can send an email to vitalcompass at gmail.com. I would love to get an email from you.